You're listening to the Witch in the Woods podcast. Mini episode scary story, an updated version of The Call is Coming from Inside the House. Barnaby told this story in season one, but it was so outdated that the children were confused, and I'm sure most of you listeners were too. I've taken it upon myself to update the story and make it more suitable for these modern times. I hope you like it. Ben texted Mr. Garcia that he was on his way. He hurried along the sidewalk, shifting the book bag filled with video games that he had promised the kids he would bring. He had lived up the street from the Garcia family all his life, and Mrs. Garcia had watched him after school when he was little. Their families were good friends, and now the Garcia's kids looked up to him like an uncle. Ben always looked forward to babysitting them. He knocked on the door, and Mr. Garcia welcomed him in like always. Ben, come on in. The children ran to him, jumping to give him a hug and to claw his back. Mila, the three-year-old, began to climb up his legs. (laughs) Don't worry, I brought the games. So, Ben, I know we are usually home by 11, but we might stay out later tonight if that's okay with you. We're welcoming an old friend back to town, and we've got a lot of catching up to do. No problem. Have a good time. Mr. and Mrs. Garcia left, and Ben turned to the children. Who's ready to get smoked in Mario Kart? Ben and the children spent the rest of the evening playing games and eating popcorn. The children loved it when Ben babysat. Not only because he played video games with them, but also because he let them stay up later than their bedtimes. When he did finally announce that it was time to go to bed, the children went to sleep quickly and without a fuss. Ben flopped onto the couch, turning on the TV as he took a big gulp of soda and began to scroll through his phone. He was reading one of his friend's posts about their new car and was about to respond how jealous he was when he got a notification from Snapchat. It was from a user he wasn't friends with, and he didn't recognize the name, but that happened often enough. He went to a big high school, and he didn't know all of the hundreds of people in his grade, much less the whole school. He often got snaps from people he didn't know at first, and then would discover that they were actually in the same science class or something. He clicked on it, but it was just a black screen. There wasn't a message, so Ben clicked back to his friend's post. A moment later, he got another notification from the same user. This time, the screen was still black, but there was a message written across it. What are you doing? Um, babysitting? Who are you? Ben took a picture of what was in front of him. His feet propped up on the recliner with a rerun of The Office playing in the background on the TV. Babysitting. Who is this? Ben got up to grab a snack. Another reason he loved babysitting at the Garcias. They always told him to help himself to anything to eat. As he settled back onto the couch with a bag of chips and some cookies, his phone lit up again. He had another snap. He opened it and froze. The picture was still a black box, but this time the word said, Have you checked on the children? What? He paused the show and listened for a moment, but everything seemed normal. 
He could hear the sound machine playing white noise in Mila's bedroom, but nothing else. He relaxed, shaking his head, realizing that one of his friends was probably messing with him. He took a picture of a handful of chips this time, figuring that if he didn't play along, that whoever was messaging him would get bored. A few minutes later, he got another message. This time it was just a picture, but it was too fuzzy to make out. Ben stared at it, his eyes trying to make sense of it, but he gave up. He took a picture of his soda and sent it back, wondering where all of this was going. His friends did dumb things when they were bored, and sending him cryptic messages while he was babysitting sounded exactly like something they would do. He was about to put the show back on when his phone dinged again. He opened the snap, and this time, his heart sank into his stomach. Have you checked on the children? The message was typed out over that same picture that had been sent before, but this time, it wasn't fuzzy. It was a picture of a poster on a wall, and Ben recognized it immediately. Ben had given the Garcia boys that poster for Christmas, had helped them hang it right above the Minecraft torches that stuck out over their dresser, the very torches that were peeking out of the bottom of the picture he had just been sent. Ben tore upstairs, his heart beating out of his chest. He flung open the boys' room, his eyes quickly darting around. He was relieved to see them both passed out in their beds, mouths wide open and snoring. He grabbed the baseball bat leaning against their closet door and held it up, ready to attack as he quickly opened the door and stood back. There was nothing, and no one there. He checked under the beds, in the upstairs bathroom, and even peeked in on Mila, but nothing was amiss. He was heading back downstairs, the baseball bat propped on his shoulder, when it hit him. He had posted that very picture on his own accounts last month. He had been so happy with how much the boys had liked his gift that he had posted about it. He scrolled back through his account and there it was. It looked like someone had put a filter over it, which is why he didn't recognize it at first, but that convinced him that this was simply one of his friends messing with him. In fact, wasn't there some old story about a babysitter getting weird calls while they were babysitting? He vaguely remembered hearing someone tell it at a sleepover, and he laughed a little at how quickly he had run up the stairs. He halfway expected to see one of his friends in the living room, laughing at how Ben had fallen for their prank. He flopped back onto the couch and sent back, <sighs> Nice try. I took that picture, you idiot. He started to text his friends, letting them know that he was on to them. He waited to hear one of them fess up. He got a text back. We don't know what you're talking about, man. Text you on the bus. Ben sat back, remembering that his friends had a basketball game tonight at a different school. Even though he was completely hopeless at basketball, his whole group of friends was on the team. He knew their coach didn't allow them to have their phones during the game. And looking at the time, he realized it probably would have just ended. There was no way it was his close friends, although he guessed it could be someone else at school. He got another snap. Have you checked on the children? This time, the words were printed over a picture of him and the kids, a selfie that Ben had taken earlier that evening. 
The kids loved to take pictures with the filters on, and this one had all of them looking at the camera with hearts for eyes while barfing rainbows. Ben rolled his eyes. Okay, I know I took this one. Who is this? He sent back a picture of himself flipping off the camera with the words, You need a new hobby. And went back to scrolling. He was annoyed at this game, especially now that he knew it couldn't be one of his friends. They pranked each other all the time, but it was a little weird to get pranked by someone he didn't know as well, especially because they were using pictures he had posted. That meant they were scrolling his profile, which made him feel weird. He hoped they got the message and left him alone. His friends had gotten on the bus and were helping him guess who the user might be when he got another notification. I just got another message. I'll let you know what it says. He swiped out of his texts to click on Snapchat. This time, it was a series. The first picture was another he recognized, one of the kids playing at the park. This one was from last summer, so that meant whoever was sending it had really gone back on his posts. What a loser. Don't you have anything better to do? The first picture only had one word on the screen. You. The next picture was another older one, this time taken just after Mila was born. The word must lit up across the bottom of the screen. You must. You must what? He clicked again. But with this picture, white hot fear creeped under his scalp and started to drip down his body. He knew he hadn't taken this one. It was a picture of them playing Mario Kart. One that had to have been taken of them this very evening. It had to be because Ben had only recently cut his hair short, having had shoulder-length hair for years. The word... Check. Screamed out at him from the picture, and he quickly clicked onto the next. The next one was of him, kicked back on the couch, looking at his phone while the office lit up the TV screen. The very episode he had been watching that evening... This one said, On. And he could guess what the rest of the sentence would say. The word was on the text banner, but this time it was over a picture of Mila as she slept. Ben recognized the pajamas he had helped her get into before bed, and he felt like he might throw up. He clicked on the last one, and the hot fear turned to ice-cold panic. The word, Children, was overlapping a picture of the boys in their room, And in the middle of the screen, held up with a gloved hand, was a knife. (gasps) Ben raced upstairs with the bat, screaming for Siri to call 911. The snaps were coming from inside the house. Thank you for listening to the Witch in the Woods podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe, and follow us on social media at the Witch in the Woods Pod. The Witch in the Woods podcast is a zombie burrito production and was created, written, and executive produced by Becky McLaughlin. This updated version of The Call is Coming from Inside the House 
was directed and audio designed by Becky McLaughlin and features the voice talents of Michael Ackerman as Ben, Ben Hill as Mr. Garcia, and Caitlin Stafford as Grimalkin, who was the narrator for this story. Thank you for listening, and a huge thank you to our Patreon subscribers, Billy and Lynn Hill, Rob Taylor, Sarah Bowers, Kristen Machado, and Amanda Wills. We are so grateful for your support. Until next time.